With further analysis on those market moves, Vessel Hubert from Oyster Catcher Investment joins me now. Vessel, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. All right, still waiting to get some sound from. Let's try that again. Vessel, can you hear me? Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. All right. Vessel, let's just talk about um, today's market uh, performance. Two things we're waiting for, that MPC decision, as well as US GDP data. Are we counting, um, you know, on green screens at close of business this afternoon? It will depend on what the, what the decisions are, I mm. suppose. Um, I think if, if the, the interest rate increase is higher than what the market expected, I do think the market pulls back a little bit. Um, the one thing is we've had quite a good run in, as you can see today, on the retail stocks, the retailers. We had some concerns earlier with Mr. Price's reporting that the consumers were under pressure. Obviously, interest rate increases, especially higher than what is expected, impacts the consumer quite negatively. So I would expect on those stocks for it to pull back. It also does impact the valuations that we value companies on. So a high interest rate leads to low valuations. So unexpectedly higher interest rates leads to the low valuation. Um, we do kind of expect it to be a much of a non-event. Uh, we think the, the MPC comes up with roughly a 25% uh, increase. And thereafter, I think we are very reliant on what the US does. In the long term, we follow the United States on our interest rate increases. If they increase, we increase. If they decrease, we decrease. So do we think that the United States today um, vessels can beat this reception, recession narrative that is um, you know, brewing there for the country? Currently, when you look at the economy, it's extremely strong. The underlying demand in the economy is there. So usually, uh, recessions happen when you you have demand issues. Uh, that's the first part of it. Now, when you just look at employment and the unemployment rate in the US, it's extremely low. So there is quite, I would say, a high probability of a soft landing in the US, um, kind of avoiding the, the recession. Um, but there is always that risk that you do happen to go into one. Uh, I think what would lead us into a recession is more aggressive increase in interest rates uh, by the by the US Fed. Uh, that would lead to some pressure on consumers, which leads to pressure in demand. That would ultimately put you into a recession. But I think base case for now, we narrowly avoid one. All right, let's move over to uh, the retail, truest uh, retailer um, listed on the JSE there. They've come out to say that they've seen um, a rather decent performance, but they've also said, Vessel, that 70% of their sales are account sales. And so uh, for me, this means that, you know, the only reason that they're not probably not having the challenges that a Mr. Price might have is because of how generous they are with credit. Is this the case? Yeah, that is, I think, a very large portion of it. Uh, that's definitely a very key aspect. When you look at most of the other retailers in SA, they do have large uh, cash portion or a large portion of their sales are cash. Uh, therefore, with the consumer under pressure, and we know that we've seen that over the past couple of months, um, you can feel it in the SA economy as well. Uh, the consumers are under pressure and then they revert to, to uh, credit sales. So that's the first part of it. The second part is I do think they were a little bit more uh, set up for load shedding. Mm. When you look at uh, Mr. Price, they were a little bit underprepared in some of the stores. So what happens generally these days is some of the bigger malls have backup generators. So when you go to the mall, you're kind of assured of, especially the listed players malls. Mm -hmm. When you go to the mall, you're assured of kind of lighting and electricity, right? In the smaller, more rural areas, a lot of the malls don't actually have the backup power. Mm -hmm. So what the stores did is they put up backup power for their own store. But in general, you didn't have that backup power 
for the whole for the whole mall. So from the outside, it looks as though there's no power, even though the Truist or the, the Mr. Price might have power. So from that perspective, we think Truist was a little bit more prepared than, say, Mr. Price. Um, you could see it in Woolies' results as well. They were quite good. They had to install backup power for all the food, for the fridges initially. And obviously, when they set that up, they just extended it to the front end of the store as well. So I think it's a twofold kind of uh, approach, I suppose, or two twofold impact. I'm keen to find out, Vesa, a little bit more about this um, Credit Sales Issue at uh, Woolworths. Do they recognize um, their credit sales upfront? And so seeing this age to 11% increase in headline earnings is because we've recognized all of that. And also keen to find out if the devil in the detail at Woolworths is not in that debtors collection um, you know, uh, schedule, trying to see exactly how people are paying back their accounts. Yeah, of course. Well, so for, for Truets, the um, accounting principles are clear. Mm -hmm. You you recognize the sale um, when it occurs, okay. if it's on date or not. So most of the sales that were sold on date would have come in through through this the, this number, effectively within that period. Um, then the one thing I don't know if you noticed is that the the sales, the, the EPS expectation is slightly lower than the sales number, right? Mm. So they expect around 13% of sales increase with eight to 11 percent increase in eps now that is cost pressures um i i'm pretty sure we can say with certainty load shedding is a portion of that the other portion of it is you had bloated in inventories within the the retail sector over the past year last year we had a lot of supply issues uh we had i think about on average a 10 percent increase in the time it took you from ordering to you receiving your, your orders. So what happened was all these guys ordered a little bit more stock. And then towards the end of the year, all of these issues kind of disappeared. Mm. So all of a sudden you had a little bit more stock. So what happened is they probably would have taken a bit of um, pricing pressure in that as well. So that's the other portion of it. And with the increase in the debtors book, you can see, um, I think actually cash sales might have gone backwards a little bit and uh, your, your credit sales took took a little bit of the pressure off of that because uh, it did grow in advance of your your cash sales. All right, let's move on to Outsurance, previously known as Rand Merchants Investment Holdings. This is the first um, stock exchange news announcement that we'll see with, um, you know, that code out. Um, tell us about this update and what you've seen from it, Vessel. So it's a, it's a very, very interesting update. Um, and the I suppose the, the clue is in what you explained there. When RMI moved over to, or before transitioning to the out, I suppose, uh, mnemonic, they divested in a couple of things. So the company's idea, they went from a whole co-company to kind of a pure, almost pure, there's one or two small things still in there, but almost to purely what we know as our insurance. Mm -hmm. In that period, they sold a company called Hastings mm -hmm. and they divested their discovery stake and the momentum um, stakes. Now, this is the first kind of report we get of actual insurance reporting. Mm -hmm. They expect the normalized steps to be up more than 20%, which is quite a good result. Mm -hmm. They do mention that a large portion of that is actually driven by their uh, performance in their partner or in their investment, UWE, mm -hmm. which is mostly Australian business. Mm -hmm. And the underlying drivers of the performance there is better premiums, which is kind of, it's very, very nice. It's organic. It's pure growth, mm -hmm. if I can put it that way. Yeah. And the second portion, there's a bit of normalization. Uh, the effect of weather had less of an impact in this period than it had in the period last year. 
All right. Well, Vessel, unfortunately, we are out of time. And I do hope you can come up with stock picks so we can really speak about why you chose MTN. But that's the story for another day. That was always to catch this Vessel, you bear.